I just saw yeah. the clip of a floating Ferrari, yeah. and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty sketchy, too, the way it was floating. It wasn't, like, all smooth, like, a, you know, like... like yeah. It was like kind of, like, like, it was all like clank, bouncing clank. up. And, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But still, I think the production of something like that, like, at a concert, I'd be pretty... Well, what do you think? Do you think it was a real one? A shell? No motor? No... I mean... If... It- if they cared about their fans' safety, <laughs> well, then it would be a shell, which is still heavy. Either as way, hell. yeah. But like, if that dropped, I still think that's. I mean, it would still hurt people, but you know what? If it dropped on me and I made it out of there, you know, with maybe like a broken leg or something, I would. I, mean, I don't think I would be that mad because, like, well, at least I got it broken by a La Ferrari <laughs> at a Migos concert. At a Migos concert, you know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I would be doing everything in my power to find a way to catapult up there, though, because because I mean, if I could make it out of there with a La Ferrari, that's kind of like those those crazy ants that were attacking that wasp nest. Have you seen that? No. So there's these crazy like like I don't know what kind of ants they are, but they were like they made a bridge that went from the top of the roof to the wasp nest with a bunch of just ant bodies. And they were climbing oh over and God. attacking I'm, that. I've left. seen them do that. I, I just found haven't it seen. right here. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty cool. I found it right. So here. I can. Th- I, I'm like. I'm thinking like, like human chain. It's gonna be like yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like what is that? World War World, World War Z. Z. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's just straight up like Jordan being the first one out there, like <laughs> <laughs> starting it all up. <laughs> here, let me pull it up right here. Just wait for this stupid ad. Just whoa, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Are yeah. You kidding Disgusting. me right now? Isn't that crazy? God, how I think that's a pretty. Hey, how strong do you think that is? Like how, like you know, if you walked up to it, if I had like a glove made out of like iron or something, so and it's all sealed up so that they can't crawl. Have to wear in. a bodysuit. I wouldn't yeah. even let them give any, any chance to get to the skin. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but Man. dude, that's all just ant bodies. That's, that's like disgust. making that whole thing. That's, that's so disgusting. ridiculous. Man, looking well. like your hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man. Hey man. It's a long it's a long term process. We're, we're good. Mm. Yeah, phones are muted. Man. Okay. Okay. For yeah, sure. And it's weird that we have a weird clap in the beginning of our Maybe it could become uh, a trademark. All right, let's start this. You just threw him off. Now he's going to see yeah, the first yeah, he's one. Gonna have like multiple clubs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the effort. Well, this is the official first clap right here. Damn. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck being synced, Brian. <laughs> All right, one more. Well, just for good measure. There you go. All right. We'll leave that first one in there. Just to make it a little harder on you, just to challenge you a little bit. Yeah, so anyways, and so Drake and Migos had a La Ferrari floating over people, and um, yeah, that's 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 pretty gnarly, I must say. How oh, pissed yeah. off do you think that, that the CEO of, of Ferrari is? Because because everybody knows the guy with the La Ferrari. It's not like if, well, you could just be super rich and go and buy one. Like the CEO, I pulled up a quote. He actually said, anyone who wants to own a La Ferrari should already have 20 to 30 Ferraris in his collection. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, even with, like, th- like the lower-scale Ferraris, that's still a grip of money, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so and so for these guys guys to just have a concert and, and they're, like, you know, smoking a joint, and they're like, hey, 
it'd be really cool if we just floated a Ferrari over our fans. <laughs> and not just any Ferrari, a La Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, but then that's why I'm thinking it's like probably maybe a, a replica of some sort or like a, a, a shell. Because I don't know, that's crazy to me. Hmm. I mean, well, I know they're balling, but are they balling? Oh, they're balling. It's, I mean, it's Drake. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's Migos. Yeah, they're, so. they're balling hard. Yeah, true. And when you're balling that hard, you like kind of have kind of have so, a little bit of an ego and so I can't see them just saying like hey let's have a fake one because what if somebody finds out it's fake yeah well They're here's like, the alternative to your question or an alternate uh, question to your question the used market for super vehicles hyper vehicles is also a thing right true and that's usually how I feel celebrities would acquire most of these kinds of cars right I've seen I've seen like P1s go on sale in the used market. Yeah. Though no. but maybe the new ones get like um you know given to certain people at a, at a time when they get ordered and then for whatever reason maybe the owner Well, do you think they actually they own it or are they borrowing it from someone who owns one? I don't know, man. What what insurance do you give know, someone exactly. to borrow a LaFerrari and then float it? Above a bunch of people who you would have to cover. <laughs> that just sounds dangerous. That just indiscriminately. Yeah. By the way, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Like the amount of money that would just have to be just for the insurance part of this whole thing. Yeah. And then the then the, what has to go into carrying a full on LaFerrari over and have it like dragged in the air all around yeah. the freaking. And it's not as if they like had it on a platform and then they were having it yeah. scaffolded over. It's it like was, it from, was, it from was like, dangling. Yeah, dangling. Hmm. I don't know what to think if I was there. I think that'd be pretty cool. Then I'd also think what what if, you know, this thing drops on me. But if Drake and Migos are spitting fire, then yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would be thinking. <laughs> if it drops, I'm hoping I'm not the one directly underneath it. I may maybe get a little injured so I can get a little money from it. <laughs> I would settle for the actual LaFerrari. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's all good. Just just give me the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would make for a pretty cool story. Hmm, so, Jordan, it. how'd you get this LaFerrari? Well, you see, <laughs> it kind of fell on me at a Drake and Migos concert. <laughs> you see this cast damaged. <laughs> I can't fix it. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I can't afford to fix it. It's just sitting in my driveway. <laughs> Collector's edition. <laughs> I'm trying to flex. I'm trying to bring some girls over. And they just see a broken Ferrari. <laughs> and I'm trying to use that as my cell piece. Yeah, yeah, there, you go. <laughs> yeah there you go. Oh, man. That's, that's hilarious. Well... So, anyways, episode three, guys. Yes, we are getting pretty consistent in this game. Huh? I guess so. Yeah, but it's we've been done doing it three consecutive weeks so far now. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it, Mama. We made it. <laughs> okay, so how's and so how's everyone doing? Good, good. Yeah. Not too Been bad. Busy. Pretty good. All right. So, as everybody knows, for Jaded Toys, we we are a collector based company. Everything is about, you know, people being able to build out a collection in no matter what the genre of cars are. Or figures. Or figures also. You know, I keep on forgetting that because because I'm just a stupid car guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about. But um, Ben doesn't like Honda Civics. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, okay. The Civic Type R that we'll be dropping soon, by the way. The Civic Type R. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. 
I don't know. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> uh, they'll skip over that. My bad. Anyways, the Civic Type R is cool. The fact that it's got its hatchback is cool. I think. I think personally, I just have a problem with front wheel drive cars. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also personally too, I think I'm attaching a bad stigma of Honda drivers at car meets. You know that 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 it's kind of unfair. You know, I, I feel like you know every time time I go to a car meet, there's there's some there's some dude in a Honda Civic that looks like like it's been chewed on by a bunch of <laughs> well, by a bunch of squirrels or yeah, something, yeah. and he's and it sounds well kind of like a lawnmower, yeah, and he's and he's just 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 trying to flex around all these GTRs and flex around. I mean, I guess that I'm unfairly attaching a bad stigma to it, so that could be. I'll it. just. I have two things to say. The first one is, would you rather have that or a Mustang spinning out of control? <laughs> <laughs> and two, Honda Civics in general, I think, just have a lot of history to them. They do have a lot yeah. of heritage and history. I mean, they've come a long way. I was, uh, I grew up in the era where Battle of the Imports was big. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you guys know what that is. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> Showing your age. Yeah, I know. You know, but, you know I was there when... when um, Stefan Papadakis broke into the nines, I believe, um, with a Honda Civic front wheel drive. Maybe we're showing our age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's even like Lisa Kubo, who is a, a, a really popular uh, driver for Honda uh, and one of the first girl racers, I mm. believe, back in the day. I mean, this was the heyday of, of street racing. Um, and they started this, this whole thing called Battle of the Imports, where it was all import cars racing each other at uh you know different racetracks around the like uh, where was it i forget um palmdale i believe was they they had it at um i don't know a, a bunch of other places but it was it was a cool event legal street racing kind of thing mm, okay um, they, so they got pretty hardcore but yeah man they were they were they were doing some crazy stuff with these little four bangers hmm. and uh yeah you you'll you can you gain a respect for the hondas when you see that stuff happening i mean they're they're beating out v8s at one, at one point Mm. And was this in like a drag race type yeah. street race? Okay, I see. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I admit that that is probably I'm an unfair. You have to you have to experience VTech also. I don't know if you've experienced VTech. <laughs> I've only seen, seen people <laughs> who make fun of it on Instagram. <laughs> it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I have to say, like when you're cruising on on a street, for mm-hmm. example, and you're in uh you're in a really powerful car, say speed limit's forty, forty five miles, it takes you no time at all in said powerful car to hit that before you have to let off. Because any faster and you're probably getting pulled over, your car's getting impounded or something, right? Just because it has the the capacity or capability to be able to do that. But you get into something like a four bang or like a civic mm-hmm. or Whatever, even a Honda S two thousand, that's still pretty quick. But there's something fun about just, you know, foot all the way down, and you're hitting the rev limiter. Yet you're only doing like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I feel like that would be pretty fun going through the gears, and you can still go because mm-hmm. I don't know. You st- <laughs> it sounds bad, but it sounds fun also. <laughs> so. You- you're redlining at like 30 miles per hour down yeah. here. Yeah, it's it's great. It sounds great. VTech. Yeah. I have not experienced VTech. Well, you should. Yet. It's it's fun. 
Okay, I have a couple friends who have some uh, Honda SI, so maybe I'll give it a try sometime. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And to and also to answer your question, I would rather be at a car meet and see a Mustang spin out because because those videos are always hilarious. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> making sure I'm I'm getting out the way. Oh yeah. Well, that actually segues into a perfect topic. Um, speaking of imports, you know, on social media. I have a lot of fans who are always, well, commenting, saying, hey, well, so when are, are the, the import, will the import, will racers coming back, bring back the import racer line? And I keep on telling them, like, you know, well, we kind of do have that in the form of our JDM tuners line. So can we maybe shed some backstory onto why there's no need for us to bring back import racer? We'll, we'll go into more of of the details of that. We'll just answer some of their questions. I think, I mean, you nail it. Yeah, you know, right from the get go. Um, import racer or JDM tuners rather is essentially a reincarnation of import racer to an right. extent. Well, yeah. Okay, so you can look at it in a couple different ways. Um, import. Racer originally was a collaboration with Import Racer magazine, which mm -hmm. is now a defunct magazine. So now that we, you know, um, we don't want to reuse that name because it's actually the name of a magazine. Like back in the day when we were working with the Dub magazine, we had Dub City, mm -hmm. um, and then now we are, you know, we moved on from Dub City and are, um, you know, doing other things. But when back that during that time associating ourselves with the hot magazines at the time was the big thing to do hmm. and import tuner import racer sorry was the the magazine that we associated with mm -hmm. so that's why we don't reuse that name right now because it was associated with the magazine right um so that's the name yeah. aspect of it right but as so, far as like the offerings oh yeah yeah so the offerings now import racer was basically the you know what we were seeing in the scene in Southern California and across the country at the time with the import compact car scene. Um, and it was more of a, of a kind of a, you know, United States USDM style import car. Mm -hmm. uh, then we went into option D, which is more in tune with the drifting scene that started around that time. Uh, and then JDM is more kind of the, the, uh, the authentic, JDM style that's coming from out of Japan. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to become be more in tune with how they fix cars up and modify cars, um, you know, with, with a little bit of an American flair to it. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it that way, yeah, they are separate styles in in, in import racer option D and JDM. But the truth of the fact uh, the matter is. Uh, you know, there's no room for all three of those styles to be on shelf at the same time because of how small the retail shelf is for us. Mm -hmm. So we will bring JDM as, you know, JDM is not just the old school Japanese fixed up cars. It's it's going to be a mix of all of those different genres I see. of import cars. And so, I mean, and to add to that point too, so I wouldn't say that there's no need to bring back you know, import I think there's always going to be a need to bring something like that back because, you know, when, like, nostalgia is a very big thing, right? We, we talk about, we've been talking about that for, you know, last few episodes here and there. Um, but, like, to the reincarnation point, 
but also to encompass, you know, the different uh, looks uh, within within the import scene. You know, I think that's that's very nicely represented in the JDM Tuners line. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a taste of everything inside the JDM Tuners line yeah. for sure. Um, but if you're looking for something specifically import racer, option D, mm-hmm. uh, there might be a little bit something coming out for you next year. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, if, Ooh, if, yeah, I'm uh, if you're, <laughs> if you're a fan of Jada toys, you know, next year is a, uh, is a big, uh, year for us. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a milestone. Definitely. It's a milestone year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, st- I guess you can look forward to something happening. We'll have some, we'll have some announcements coming, coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that also segues into some pretty interesting things too for some of our other lines. So are we able to maybe, we'll talk about some of the wave plans for, for, well, JDM tuners, Gate Time Muscle, Hollywood Rides, Fast and Furious. Well, what are some things that, that people can, can expect that we are allowed to talk about? <laughs> um, well, one of the things that we can talk about are, uh, you know, we're for JDM tuners, it's a, Pretty new line for us. What, what has been now about a year? It, uh, a little over. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, a little bit over a year oh, now okay. since we released. Yeah, um, and we have a bunch of new castings. Some for you hardcore, old school JDM fans uh, that will be coming out. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, it kind of seems like if the old school style of JDM, it's it's really starting to make a, a comeback. Huh? It's you know what it's it's you know with the, all the the old school themed shows, mm-hmm. uh, like car shows, I mean, coming out, and even that that uh, that one series that they're where they build JDM cars. Um, it's, it's an online series. I forget what it's called. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's it, there's a lot of traction with old school vehicles right mm-hmm. now. Especially the old school JDM stuff, because uh, you know they're they're classic looking. They're the the way the style that they, you know, the fix them up with, the the rims, really unique. They're totally different from what a lot of the the modern rims look like. And actually, I'm seeing a lot of modern rims that are starting to take cues from the old school Japanese rims and use it in their designs. So, so what do you notice from 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 old? To new that that jumps out at you immediately exactly you know well uh, there's a old school JDM rim that we really like it's a four spoke mm-hmm. uh, today you don't really see a lot of four spoke wheels right but I just saw one uh, a new a new design similar in in, in shape uh, as the old school one but definitely uh, it, but it's a lot larger rim because old school rims are usually around the what the 13 14 inch range. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was probably I don't know I think it's in the the the, the at least seventeen inch, but it's the same shape or you know same four spoke and the same kind of design. You can see the cues from the old school rim to this new one. I think we're in a pretty unique um, era when it comes to modifying vehicles, specifically your import vehicles, because we're we're kind of in this time frame of imports making a comeback right into the scene and really kind of taken over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also combine that with older JDM vehicles and living in this day and age, I, I think we have so many creative people. Like you, you, you look at just the people in our building, you know, like it's not the easiest thing to 
create a new vehicle design or a new wheel, a new wheel design when a lot of things have already been done. Yeah, to make to, it still fresh, you right? know. But the interesting thing is now we're, you know, for the last few years we've been seeing companies like Rocket Bunny, Liberty Walk, um, you know, RWB kind of put their own imprint on what they like regardless of what historically things sh- should be, right? Like you would think, oh, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini should not be wearing a bolted-on wide body kit because mm-hmm. it what, cheapens the car. Sacrilegious. Or, yeah, <laughs> because that car is so expensive and, and whatnot. But here you, here you go. You know, you have a lot of people that dig that look. And for the older JDM vehicles, whether it's paint, uh, playing with like the color scheme, a, a motor swap, a new wheel design, I, I think nowadays we just see a lot of different creative takes that's still kind of refreshing and a nod back to maybe what it was, you know, like a few years ago. I think that's, that's it's always cool to see. Well, even looking at what like Liberty Walk and, and, um, and Pandem does yeah. with their cars now, you can see the traces of the old school in there. And you can yeah. see their origins, where they came from. If you look at the old, you know, old uh, uh, Ken Marie uh, Liberty Walk, you can see how that's the original style, but yeah. then they used cues from that to make their new inspiration, and stuff. Yeah. drawing inspiration from vehicles of the past, really, uh, and, and translating it into what it is, what it would be in, in today's modern society. I think that's that's really cool. So, yeah. It's, I don't know. You kind of look at it and and kind of what Mike highlighted earlier where you you kind of have crossovers in these markets now, mm-hmm. right? You can take an American muscle car and put a Japanese wheel on it mm-hmm. and boom, there's your, your crossover. And it looks good. Yeah. yeah, like now it's cool, but, you know, what, but, years ago... He would right? crucified for it. Exactly. Yeah, it was like you had two different shows. You wouldn't bring a muscle car into a JDM or a, a Japanese import show. Yeah. Um, but now there, there's a lot of so much crossover. Uh, even with the body kits, you, you're, they're taking fender flares that are typically done on a Japanese car and putting them on, you know, a Mustang, and it's looking really good. Yeah, Camaro, Challenger, Camaro, Challengers, yeah, you, you name it. Mm-hmm. Like, and even trucks. You know, like What's your it? pickup like trucks. John Sabal's Challenger with, with the work. Wheels. Yeah, yeah, but I that mean, that didn't have a, a wide body kit bolted onto it, you no. know. But he had it on sitting on air suspension, dropped it like like you know with a, a, a really nice stance to it. I mean, it was it was it was simple, but it was groundbreaking at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, putting forth something that um, maybe not many people expect. Uh, and at that point, I, I think when you're building, when you're talking about building your car or anything for that matter, it's your own personal touch, your own personal flair, regardless of what society thinks or what the, the community thinks, right? It's just kind of like, well, that's cool. I can respect the work and the creativity that went behind it. Though it might not necessarily be your style, you can still respect everything that went behind the build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you know, it's that fine line between what passion 
of having like you know being being I'm an artist it takes passion but then also there's a lot of science behind it too yeah. of you how know, you will pull this off that brings up another weird thing about the whole like custom car scene it's like when people talk bad about how someone fixed up their car mm-hmm. like to me that that's just disrespectful mm-hmm. I don't care like how how good it looks in my eyes or how bad it looks in my eyes I would never say something bad about someone else's car mm-hmm. because to them, their car looks awesome. Yeah, and you only do it for yourself, <clears throat> right? I'm not, you know, I don't. I'm not fixing up my car the way I'm fixing it up because I'm trying to impress you. I'm doing it because it's what I like. Hmm. It's so, a oh, sorry, go no, ahead. no, no, no. So it's it's like if I were to, it's, it's just like saying that you know you have bad taste. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, yeah, that's just disrespectful. And, yeah, and at the end of the day, all I was gonna say is it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. And when you want to tie it back into who we are as, as a company and visually what we do, Jada has a certain style. You know, we've we've had our certain style for the last almost twenty years, mm-hmm. and, and not everyone's gonna like that style, right? Mm-hmm. They might gravitate towards towards something else, but that's who we are. That's 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 our DNA, and that's what we put into everything that we produce. Yeah, right. So at the end of the day kind of bringing it back to the car scene, I'm on the same boat. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to go up, you know, to in a show, look at a car. And even though it doesn't sit well, like visually, Mm -hmm. but it's almost looking at the intricacies of the build, maybe admiring the paint job, you Mm -hmm. know, or if you really look at like the engine bay, the interior, maybe the suspension, down to the way they display their vehicle. Because sometimes these guys that display their vehicles, they have, you know, two wheels off. They have mirrors on, laid on the ground to show, mm. like, the underbody, the chassis of the car, right? Like, little things that you can find to really, really appreciate everything, the time and effort that went behind the build, I think, is probably what's more important to us. Mm-hmm. What Then you're able to appreciate a little bit more. You know, even going down to the, like the Pep Boy builds guys, like you know, you just get as many accessories that you can afford out of Pep Boys and throw them <laughs> on. You know, the, there's those guys that are out there too. I was just there yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and but the thing is, is yeah, it may not be my style, may, but that as long as those guys who are driving it are 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 happy with it, small power to them. The other thing to like consider too. And the whole grand scheme of, I think, when you're talking about the car culture, car community, is you have a various like age range. Mm. You have people, uh, quote unquote, veterans that have been doing this for some time, so they know what goes on, what to do when it comes to an actual legitimate car build, where they can take home awards, where they can get these publications and things like that. But, and then you have people that are kind of in the middle that have been in it for you know a few years that are starting to get the hang of it maybe financially they're not there yet maybe they don't have the connections and then you have the people that are just starting to get into it you know doing their research or, or, or just doing anything they can to partake in the event itself and and just learning so you have like this this wide range of just people and at the end of the day we're all coming you know, together for one thing because we all love cars, right? And uh, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of shameful where, like, when you're all in this community mm-hmm. right, and then you have people just kind of talking bad about yeah one where it's, it, okay, so what? Like, it doesn't fit your style. Kind of keep that to yourself, right? Like, there's no need to 
get into into that at a car show. But. Exactly. We're supposed to come t- together, you know, we'll leave all that tribalism at home yeah. because, it's, it, because it just creates bad vibes overall. But yeah. then there's also like a uh, kind of a, 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 a line you don't cross, though, when at the car shows, you know, uh, like you can give them respect, but you also have to, not only the person, but the vehicle that's on display. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and I have a story that's going to go along with this. <laughs> okay. Story time. Like, it, like you don't you don't go to, to a, a car show and look at a car and start touching it. Oh, yeah. You uh, know? Yeah. If the car door is open, you don't go jump in it and sit in it. <laughs> you got to have some audacity for We were that. at our, our, our <laughs> la- the last Autocon that we did. You know, we had all of our, a bunch of Fast and Furious cars, and we had the, the Fleet Line. I mean, given it had no doors, right? Yeah. And, we're, and we had people standing around and making sure that people don't sit in it. I mean, it's, it's not your car. What makes you think that you can just jump in and start taking pictures in it, right? Yeah. So it was funny. One dude jumps in. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't sit in this. And he's all, he gets out. Then he turns around to me. He's all, you know, I'm a legend in the race community. This is not even a race car. You know, you should give me more respect. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, the guy who built this car is a legend. Yeah. yeah, this Dennis McCarthy guy is a legend in the Hollywood scene. Yeah, and he's built some major like real race cars as well. Yeah, this guy I've never seen him before in my life. I don't know his name. I don't whatever. But he said you got to respect me. You know, I'm like, first off, <laughs> you're just jumping into someone's car that you don't even know. Yeah, and you can think you can just sit in the seat and start taking pictures. I'm like that's disrespect. Yeah, you know, for sure. You gotta. It, there's there's etiquette there, right? You don't, isn't there? Shouldn't you have some kind of etiquette when you go to these car shows? There's yeah, but you don't open another fall. man's fridge. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're your homies. I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you come over to my house, dude. Grab whatever you want in the fridge. <laughs> I don't care. But if I don't know you like that, yeah. nah. don't be touching my yeah, fridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going down. You know what I mean? But it's it's yeah. There's you know there's respect for the cars respect for the builders of course um and then the the respect for the show as well it just makes it all better once you you know if everyone just kind of follows those guidelines i think the shows will be a lot better and you know a lot less headache mm-hmm. yeah yeah well that kind of segues into a into an interesting talk of a uh, well some car etiquette and yeah. so what are things things that you should not do at a car meet at a car meet or uh, car, car meet, meet car, car show, show I mean, whatever, just uh, another person's build overall. You know, so what are some things that you dare not do? Burnouts, burnouts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of ruins it for everyone. Every car show or car meet has these knuckleheads that can ruin it for everyone. There's always that one person, yeah, like without a doubt, always. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, it baffles me, you know, like when. I, I, I sometimes I try to go into the mind of maybe somebody else that's like doing it and it frustrates me. Mm. So I don't even try anymore. At least I try not to try. But wh- I, I just don't understand. You know, how, how can you go to an event or a gathering of something like that to kind of celebrate what everybody loves with cars and, you know, whether you're seeing friends or you're meeting people for the first time why do you want to make that imp- that impression there? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Not only that, like, like then the police take notice. Yeah, you're ruining it for you're everybody. Ruining it for everyone. They, if they, in, if it's like a monthly meet, 
police will be there the next time and shut it down. And what are you going to just move it around all the time? And just because a couple knuckleheads, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's going to happen because these guys are just ruining it for everyone. It's, it sucks. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that's what kind of gives it a bad, a bad rap. Like, you know, there's just no reason for doing that mm -hmm. to show off. I, I can't think of any other reason to, mm -hmm. you know, look how cool my car is. It can produce tire smoke. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> some shows have sanctioned like events when they do that. Yeah, which is know, cool. I and mean, yeah, yeah, do it then. But then don't be the one that's going out there doing donuts in the middle of the parking lot when everyone's standing around. Yeah, just what for some some attention Instagram posts, especially, <laughs> especially if you're a Mustang driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's dangerous. I value. I, yeah, no yeah, yeah, I value my life. So um, <laughs> and my car. You are gonna have to so. put a clip of that. <laughs> Of, of on on the pod of people yeah, yeah, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. insert clip now <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's hilarious yeah uh, but as far as etiquette is concerned that's like that's number one mm -hmm. right and for me the respect thing is always going to be there you know I, I don't you're not going to catch me saying uh, like blatantly just saying oh, I'm not feeling that car. Or maybe he or she should have done this way. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you just got to respect the vision or, or situation that, you know, the, the builder is in and, and whatnot. You just kind of keep that to yourself. We're all there for a good time anyway, regardless right. of mm -hmm. what the car is. At the end of the day, to, for me at least, it's always going to be about the people and, and the, the relationships that you're able to make, right? Because you never know when you're going to see these guys again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Bam. <laughs> I think a pet peeve of mine every time time I go to a car meet is we'll seeing somebody will sit down or lean on someone's car and it's not theirs. Yeah. That 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 just makes me cringe. I can't stand that. What if it's a model? Uh, and his know. name is Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> is he in his daisy boots? <laughs> I promise. I promise I wash my hands and everything. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's like uh, you don't jump into someone's car and just start taking pictures in it. It's it's there's there's boundaries. You know, you have to yeah. respect people's space. It, it may not be a you know your you respect a person's personal space and give some space to that car too. Definitely. <laughs> All right. So um, so oh well. That was a huge tangent, but, but <laughs> no, but I'm cool. It was with a that. fun. It was a fun no, tangent. A, yeah. I think it's it's also something. I feel that doesn't get addressed nearly as much as it should. Somebody I, has to say it. Yeah. 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 When you're talking about like automotive events, whether right. that's a local meet that's uh, unofficial or an official show at a venue. Granted, at a venue, it's more controlled, it's more organized, that stuff is less likely to happen. But when you're talking about an unofficial like, gathering, you know, where People know and they show up willingly, understanding the consequences that could happen if that meat gets cut off by uh, police officers. You know, they run the risk of maybe getting a few tickets here and there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for that crowd, you know, I, I think this applies more too. And mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, I think the community just has to. Kind of rally around the same the same message, and it's yeah. But it's just hard because, like I said, there's there's always going to be that one person. Yeah. Please don't be that one person. Yeah. Well, don't be a sociopath, please. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. So as far as some of our other well wave plans, uh, how about for for big time muscle? Big time muscle is uh, you know our ongoing line. We do have a couple new castings that are in the works right now. Uh, we, I mean, sh- there's so many more things that we can do with that line. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really isn't that good. incredible though? We're yeah. going on. I what? think wave one fifty nine. Wave one fifty nine. Yeah. yeah. So like you, what, what you're talking about? One twenty four. Um, just for well, just for overall. Yeah. So whatever one, stands out to you. Yeah. And and what? So six cars per wave, mm. or four cars per wave. I mean, that's that's a lot of cars. Yeah. So yeah, no, there's there's uh, there's things. I mean, we can't really talk about exactly what we're doing yet because mm-hmm. not all of it is uh, is 100 approved. Um, so I can't tell you what's happening yet until they are approved. But uh, yeah, there's there's more stuff coming down the pipeline. All right, well, that's helping t- to build some anticipation for everybody else yeah, who will be listening to this. We have a lot of cool things going on actually. Yeah, I just yeah. feel as a as a company. Uh, whether that's the product side or the marketing side, I mean, we all work hand in hand together anyway. Yeah. Um, but we have a few, quite a bit actually. Well, and and at this point, right now, what we're we're in mid August. Yeah. Right. Um, we're preparing for our September shows. So if you ask us that same question after the September or maybe in October, we probably have more information for you because you know these shows that we're doing in September. We're going to be meeting with a lot of buyers, meeting with a lot of our licensors. They're going to give us a lot of approvals. We're going to get a lot of feedback from the buyers saying, oh, yeah, let's move forward with this. So once those things are all solidified, then we'll be able to say, hey, yeah, this is going to be coming out. This is uh, this is something new that's going to be happening. So uh, right now we're ramping up for these meetings, and there's a lot of cool concepts in the, in the works. Once we get done with these meetings... Uh, yeah, ask us that question later, and then we'll have a lot more news for you guys. Okay, sweet. I'll be sure to be sure to highlight that one. Yeah. So, a relatively new line for Jaded Toys is is our Hollywood Rides line. Mm-hmm. So, could you both take us through some of the seeds that that are planting this this new just well just this new idea and concept that we're going down you know as far as for hollywood rides um yeah well why is it not just just i mean like because because i feel like with hollywood rides it's blending the car side of us with the figure side of us but then also it's that perfect mix of pop culture as well and we're able to to capture that which is our specialty here for shaded toys and so well well could we maybe have like an overview of what hollywood rides is yeah, yeah. Um, I think to provide a little bit of context as to um, what Hollywood Rides is, um, I think the, the the message for that, for the underlying foundation, is kind of exactly how you said, right? Mm-hmm. For the past almost 20 years, Jada has been very well known as, you know, one of the world's top manufacturer and, and die-cast and radio control vehicles. That is our... DNA and what we do, that is our core competency, right? And we've broken into the pop culture segment, you know, a few years ago with our uh, our figural um, offerings and injected a little bit of our DNA into that and working with diecast. And now Hollywood Rides is born because you're combining combining the two. You're combining our core competency in diecast vehicles with the figural side of it. Um, 
And in most cases, it's almost like a perfect match because now when you're talking about, um, you know, blockbuster films, iconic characters or vehicles, you know, the first one that comes to mind, Batman. Mm, you know, yeah. he, he's got various Batmobiles. He's got yeah. various looks. You you kind of take our DNA and, and doing the vehicle and the figural, combining it, it just, it just makes sense. And then for those that maybe don't necessarily have vehicles per se like if you look at the entire marvel lineup right obviously the superheroes within marvel like uh captain america or maybe iron man or uh, black panther well, um, iron man is a little weird because we always get talked to about that like <laughs> he has an audi or he has this he there has was that. a guy i'm on our facebook <laughs> <laughs> well there was a guy who left a comment i'm on our facebook saying i thought that tony stark Goes into nice cars. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you're ruthless, bro. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So like, when he's in the Iron Man suit, let me clarify, right? Yes, he yeah. doesn't need no Audi, right? Okay, right. He flies around in his suit. So then, instead, what we do for that is just kind of like, well, we call it inspired by. What would these characters, you know, have as their vehicles? You know, if, if in present day. With their with their suits and or their mm-hmm. powers and, and just kind of have that reflected into it. Well, actually, it's a little yeah, it's 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 that part of it, but it's actually if you look at the suit for Iron Man, for example, we looked at the details and then we looked at the cars that we have on our li- in our library, and we noticed that the Camaro that we chose to be the Iron Man car had a lot of similar details. Mm-hmm. The shape of the lights were the, very similar to the shape of the eyes. Of Iron Man in his suit, um, there's a lot of rivets and and a lot of like facets in the wide body version that we made, making it look very bulky, like it has armor. So that's why we chose the the wide body Camaro that we designed in the past because it had a lot of details that spoke to us that said Iron Man. The Lycan Hypersport has a lot of sharp angles, a lot of a lot of little things that made it look like the Black Panther uh, suit. Mm-hmm. There's also the shape of the the headlights. Same with the the um, the Spider-Man with the Ford GT. If you look at the headlights, we we the headlights are bigger, a little more round, with a little bit of sharp edge at the corner, just like how uh, Spider-Man's eyes are. So we made the headlights and and put the black around it so it looked like the eyes. Um, those are the reasons why we chose those cars. We're not just picking any car and just slapping like logos and 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 branding that says Iron Man or Spider-Man. We're trying to make it the car look like an extension of the suit. Interesting. Okay. I never thought of it like that yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Man. <laughs> that that's why Iron Man drives a Camaro <laughs> in our Hollywood in our Hollywood rides line. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I need to find that comment and put it in there. I'll be sure to block out his screen. Uh, I don't want him to get mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well speaking of that, um and so what are some of your favorite castings from from Hollywood rides so far because of the movies that you guys are into? And what are some things that, that you kind of hope that we could acquire sometime or someday, you know? I think that for me, well, um, my favorite one is probably the BVS Skypemobile. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan, fan of that one because for one thing- Because the movie was great? Yes, the movie was great. <laughs> I will die on my sword defending Batman versus Superman. That was DC. I feel like that was the best version 
of the DC movies mm-hmm. in that type of tone and light. And probably the reason why that one is my favorite Batmobile is because I never liked the other type type of Batmans who were, you know, very you know how like well Christian Bell he was like no killing, no killing. Mm-hmm. This Ben Affleck was like I don't care. I'm killing all these dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in that first scene with about Bill and BBS, yeah. I mean, man, he was turning people into cheese. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I think that might be, well, one of my favorite ones. Also, I really like the Black Panther, mm-hmm. like in Hypersport, because because I feel like with um with well, Black Panther overall, the overall concept of him is that is that he's from this place that nobody else is from. Yeah, it's super rare. It's kind of like you know a legendary place, and that kind of ties into the like in hypersport mm-hmm. because you know that's a legendary car. Now you're deep, dude. Nobody. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're starting to get into. Well, this that goes back to cool. You know, that goes back to Mike's point of why certain cars were chosen for mm-hmm. certain characters, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's just like so. If anything, deeper. well, you're deeper than me. Well, because yeah, we were thinking about it. Yeah, from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then you know, it's it's we. That's another. We, we never thought of it. That part of it, that, <laughs> oh. so that's why I'm saying you're going pretty deep because ours is just more superficial. It's all ours is just we're just looking at it as as design like details, mm-hmm. uh, like like even with the uh, the Spider Man. So the Spider Man on the new the, the 2017 4GT, it has that weird little bridge that goes across from the side of the car to the roof. Yeah, and that you know when we first saw that, that almost reminded us of of a web. Mm. That's kind of also a reason why we we chose that because it just looked like a web crossing over from one, you know, one location to another. And also, and it's, it's very really sleek too. You yeah. Know? And Spider Man's suit is yeah. very is very sleek yeah. as well. You know? Exactly. So I mean, it was our we weren't thinking that deep. We were just more thinking superficial. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're getting like really like you see ladies. Stuff. You see ladies. I'm deep. <laughs> <laughs> For our five percent of female whoa, whoa, whoa. fans, <laughs> making <laughs> Gerald blush. <laughs> Look into my eyes real quick. <laughs> I need anyway, to, my need to not be in the center of both of you guys. <laughs> okay, I think I'll address the question. Uh, as far as my favorite, I, I think casting, I, I don't know. It, it's span. It has a nice span right now. I, I think when you're talking about historical and modern, right? Mm. When you're talking about Let's say Transformers. Mm. We have the old uh, Camaro, the 77 Camaro. Yeah. And when you're talking about, or when you're looking at the DC Bombshells lineup, you know, there's a bunch of classic cars within that. And then you look at the Marvel inspired by vehicles and you have newer vehicles like the uh, Ford GT that we just talked about, the Lycan Hypersport. And then you have your Fantasy, which are like the Batmobiles. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's kind of hard to really... Uh, pick one from the lot that has that kind of spans these different ranges. I think aesthetically, I really, really like the uh, the 17, 2017 Ford GT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only for the body lines of what that car is, mm-hmm. but the design aesthetic that Mike and his team have been able to kind of put onto it with you know the Spider-Man theme. If you look really closely throughout the f- entire you know vehicle, you have like. Spider-Man's webbing just intersecting through the car. It's really, really sleek looking. But I'm also a fan of the Justice League Batmobile. You know, of, of all the different Batmobiles that we offer, 
it just it might be a product of maybe you know more so my age and in this time but i gravitate more towards the design of that batmobile because it looks much like the 4gt it's very sleek it's not as bulky looking when you compare it to the batmobiles of old mm -hmm. and i don't know why but the first thing that came into my mind was the tumbler yeah <laughs> you know dude dude the tumbler is pretty rad though it yeah, is yeah. it is yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know what i mean as far as the overall shape design of the car and things like that i would have to say those two for those different reasons mm -hmm. interesting so for me i'm kind of it's it's any, for me it's easy it's it's any of the bombshell line yeah mm. the bombshell line um you know we we were given the characters which were already designed right and we were given the task of what cars would these would match with these characters um, and we had to keep it era specific, so it was uh, you know late forties, early fifties, um, and the cars. The, I mean, we right now there is no hot rod line coming out of from Jada on the shelf right now, and this is allowing us to get these hot rods out. And we've got the Merc, we got a step side, we got the COE. Yeah. I mean, and and to be able to design cars in that like. I don't know what what like like that. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you want I'm just attention? a mess. <laughs> um, Shameless plug. Yeah, you know to to design these cars with that bomber style look. Uh, you know whether it, for the Harley for her Mercury. Uh, it, it, I think they came out awesome. They look really good. They really do. I, I, I yeah. To me, that is a perfect match of you know what we're capable of doing for for vehicles. And what we're capable of doing with figures, because the detail in the figures are is, is amazing as well. Yeah, like to reimagine them also in the nineteen forties era style yeah, of clothing right. too, and to be able to execute it. I mean, those they were already designed. Mm -hmm. Those because uh, you know we just we were able to get the license of the bombshells, and they were already designed. We just being able to really capture those drawings and put them into a three dimensional form as a little uh, diecast figure was uh, was a challenge in itself. Hmm. Uh, but that, but then if you know, if besides those cars, one of the real one of the vehicles, it's not really in the Hollywood Rides line, but it is like a precursor to our Hollywood Rides, which is our Halo line. Halo, Halo. That was, that's like years, years back, back years yeah. back. And I think this is the what originally started the idea for Hollywood Rides. So what we did was we made, and they weren't diecast; they were plastic, but they were uh, about two inch articulated action figures. Mm -hmm. And it was it was Master Chief with a warthog. The warthog looked awesome. Master Chief was awesome. Real small, articulated. He stood great. I mean, these things. This thing was awesome. This whole line, we did the the Covenant. We did the you know a bunch of the bad guys. But the execution of that line was was awesome. I think that's one of my favorite Hollywood ride esque uh, lines that we did. Uh, you know that were we released what maybe what four years ago now. I mean, I know more. we debuted it at yeah at Comic Con maybe five years ago. More, more, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I think that was maybe like seven. Really? Yeah, yeah. Around it, was, there. it was a while yeah. ago because I remember I had to set up the booth by myself. By yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So imagine everything that you did. Yeah, but you know. For the mock-up, you did, but for the actual booth build, we had all of us there. <laughs> <laughs> How did you manage that? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it, it, 
I don't know. Yeah, I just, just did it. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Be like Nike yeah. and just do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or at least he didn't almost have to fight a security guard <laughs> like me. I'll save that. Story. You don't know. You don't know that. I'll save that story for another day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and so stepping outside side of Hollywood rides. So, what are some of your favorite castings that we've done overall? Overall. We have a big library. We have so much stuff. Yeah. We have a very big library. Yeah, I just actually went through our whole library and of castings and you know, figuring out where everything is at and, and what we haven't used in a while and what we're using and you know and, and adding in all the new castings that we're doing. But um right now for um you know, I, I I dig a lot of the old stuff and I'm not trying to be, you know, toot my own horn, but Away. Yeah. <laughs> this is our podcast. A couple, yeah, a couple of the new castings. Well, you know, for me, my favorite casting right now is probably the FT1 because mm-hmm. of the stance is exactly the way, you know, we imagined it. You know, we, the, the, the fitment of the tires and the, and the, in the wheel well, the, the, how high it is off the ground. I mean, we really worked hard on getting it the way we wanted to. And, and, and it came out great. You know, uh, that's probably one of my favorite castings as far as like it being the way we really wanted it to be but the one casting i really really like that um it's more like you know if i saw it on if i didn't even work on it and i saw it on the street i'd be like damn i'm picking this up is one i can't talk about yet oh (laughs) wow why are you gonna do that why are you gonna do that Damn, damn, our Instagram is about to be bombarded. It's like, what car is he talking about? Got Come me on, curious. Me I, for a second there, I kind of got mad. <laughs> yeah, just cliff, cliffhanger. All right, so what about you, Daryl? These are some tough questions. These are some tough questions. For this one, going back to our library just being so vast. Yeah, there's there's just so much to choose from, and I think with every introduction of a new line, like or brand, the JDM tuners, for example, you know you have the classic uh, JDM vehicles that we're starting to do that maybe we might not have done in the past, mm-hmm. like the Acura NSX. Yeah, that yeah. was designed by John Saval, which I still can't figure out. Oh well, well the old one is definitely a JDM one, yes. but for the new one, I still can't figure out. Where, Which where, 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 where it should go. <laughs> so we need people's help on that. Yeah. So it's a, be sure to type that in and tell us where it should go. Yeah. Anyways. But sorry. for clarity purposes, yes, I'm talking about the older NSX. Yeah. Like if, I, if we were to do that new NSX, yeah. where would it if. go? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love, I love the, how that came out. You know, you, you have the wide body fender flares, how low it sits. You have the, we have two versions of it, right? Yeah, we yeah. have the ducktail wing and we have the GT version wing. with a GT wing, both equally great. And you also have, you know, castings like the, um, the Datsun 510. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John Sabal again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he killed it with those designs. And when I see both of them together, I, I'm, it's, it's like, wow, I like if I saw that, I, I for sure would want to buy it, even if I wasn't working here. But that's just within the JDM realm. Yeah. You know, I, and when you're looking at Fast and Furious, Big Time Muscle, even. There's so much in Big Time Muscle. Grand National yeah. has to be one yeah. of my favorite ones. Like, just how that 
came out, how, how we're able to really capture the authenticity of what that vehicle is, right? Um, it, it would be really, really tough for me to choose. Of, if, if you just gave me that Grand National 510 and NSX, mm-hmm. it'd be tough for me to choose. Mm-hmm. But for purpose of this question, if you really, really made me choose, I would lean, I'm a JDM fanboy at heart. I have to go with the Acura NSX. Wow. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I think for me, Venino. The Venino. It's got to be something. something You got to put some of that Italian flair into it. And you got to do this. You got to do the Venino. Yeah, the Venino, it's pretty pretty gnarly. It's just the most ridiculous car that you'll ever see on earth. Oh, that's one of the ones that we were really working on to make sure that it was because that one has to sit low. Yeah, because that sucker is, is you know it's a it's a straight up race scraping car. Mm-hmm. all yeah. the time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, actually, um, I really enjoy the um, well the performante. Mm-hmm. I really like like the Italian flags yeah. that you guys yeah. had put on there too. Um, it, it's very accurate. Yeah. But um, so somewhere in between the uh, performante, but I also really enjoy. The seventy one Hakosuka. Oh, I yeah. really like that. I one. think yeah, and I particularly on the JDM tuners one yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, I, I think throw that, that in there for me as well. Yeah, yeah. You me guys too. already. I mean, yeah, I'm a GTR yeah. Skyline lover. <laughs> yeah, and the the sixty four scale one is probably one of my favorite sixty fours of that. That model is is pretty nice. It came out really really good. Um, actually. It should be hitting shelves now. Ooh, so. what I'm seeing. I mean, yeah. yeah, I saw a couple people post it. It's 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 the white with the red stripe on the side. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. and the gold rim. So yeah. that's uh, that one. I think is pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're we all agree on yeah. that one for <laughs> yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, the Hakusuka is pretty sick, especially the uh, silver one. Yeah, you know, I want to see that one mm-hmm. come out because you know I might haven't even seen it here. <laughs> at all so wait what silver one uh, yeah exactly which one you're talking about oh <laughs> i'm just i'm just making stuff up guys <laughs> hmm. speaking of that um you know something i hear our fans on social media talk talk a lot about is like say for example if i'll post well this car or this figure here and there i'll have a lot of people who will say like you know i've been been to this store i've been to that store i can't find it anywhere no matter how early I get there, how late I get there, I'll wait from month to month. I still cannot find it. I know that that is the current wave sky is out. But do you have any advice, well, whether it's practical or also impractical to our fans as to how well, they cannot be late to the party? Hmm. Mm. Like particularly, say, for example, in the Fast and Furious line, every time, time I post up for Grand National, there's like a lot of people who are saying... I can't find this anywhere. I can't find this anywhere. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. It's out. Yeah. But, you know. Well, it's tough because, like, some stores don't put everything out right when it's supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they sit in the warehouse and then it's, it's, it, it just waits until they have room on the shelf to put them out. And so it comes out late a lot of the times. Um, but from, from what I think, the best way to do it is to uh, join the, those Facebook groups. Mm. You know, those guys will... You know they're they're more than willing to trade, sell, uh, you know, help you out. Like these guys 
it's a it's a pretty awesome community if you know I'm when, not even aware of these. Yeah, you know, well I mean there's a lot of these like especially the the metals guys. Mm-hmm. They're 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 really really helpful when it comes to, you know, trying to get everyone what they want. So some people will even go to the store and say, "Hey, I, I found six of these figures and buy all of them. Who needs them?" You know, so they make sure that they're helping their their fellow collectors uh, you know, get what they need. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, it's well, an unity official in the community. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's an official group started by actually core yeah. Jada fans, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. Yeah, um, I would echo that same sense sentiment. Uh, yes, a lot of the times it is just dependent. On, you know, just it's from store to store, and I think when you're talking about availability, there's just so many different factors that go into that, um, and. You know, while we do everything that we can on our end to make it as easy as possible, we understand that just the reality of the sheer amount of people, mm-hmm. you know, that are after these things. It's just, it's 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 hard. It's yeah. tough. And we, the important thing that I want to stress too is that we do see it. We do feel it on our yeah. end. And it's just because we want to do. We want to make sure that we're doing everything in our power or in our control to be able to to be able we to offer technical <laughs> malfunctions here. Yeah, Brian, but <laughs> Damn it, Brian. <laughs> uh, I think we want to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to um, be able to give people the opportunity to get what they want, right? Yeah. But there, again, going back to my point, like there, there's just some things that are out of our control. I will say that we are working on the back end. I think when you're talking about e-commerce and digital mm-hmm. wise, that you know we're looking into different things to try and make that experience a little bit better, a little bit easier for people to find what it is exactly that they're looking for. I can't speak to it yet, mm-hmm. but we are working on that. Yeah, and in the meantime, though, you can also go to our JadaToys.com site and uh, look at our where to buy. And there's a lot of online retailers that sell our stuff. Um, I don't want to name specific people, like and 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 sites, but there's a good amount of uh, of information there that you can use yeah. to help you get that kind of stuff. Um, another thing is, you know, I we realize also that some people live in areas where like there's only one Walmart or one Target, and mm-hmm. and if, if we if they don't carry it, it's like we can't we don't have control over that. Um, but you know you can talk to the managers and see if they have them in the back, and if you are, um, you know, cool enough to them, and they 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 take a liking to you, they may be even open it for you, so you can get the first dibs to see what's in there. Um, and I know a lot of people who do that out here because it's it's the collecting game is cutthroat, man. <laughs> I mean, there really is. Yeah, yeah. I, like there's people waiting outside of the Walmart right here near our office. For it to open, so they can rush over to the toy section and look at what they we they put on shelf overnight. Yeah, I'll just push over an old lady, it's, get it's, out of my it's, way. It's Black Friday every day. Dude. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. But that's that's the yeah, that's how it is. That's the you know, it, it is cutthroat. Well, like, it's kind of funny how 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 this community. It's a mixture of cut note of cut note cutthroat. Cut yeah, but it's also super close knit. Yeah, the same well, that's why I like the online <laughs> guys. <aggressive>. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh man, I I went to the store and I couldn't buy find what I wanted. So let me go ask really nicely these guys over here on the on the internet and see if they can help me out. Yeah, and then let me yeah. bash Jada online. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's it's you know that's that's part of the fun, you know. And and for the people who do live in those more rural areas that don't have a lot of retailers that that have this stuff, 
I say get it online. You know, it's like Christmas every day whenever something comes in from the mail. Yeah. It really is. It's it's so easy. Too. Yeah, so easy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, we're also like what we're ramping up our our Amazon big as time. Well, big yeah. time. Right. So you know, keep an eye out on our Amazon pages, and uh, you know, maybe pick up stuff from there. Yeah. Okay. So, a little fantasy portion. Because you know, I feel like as collectors, we all have 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 our fantasies of things that we would like to acquire someday. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what are some maybe brands or licenses that we would hope to be able to acquire someday? This would be interesting to hear from a product side. Definitely. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, well, Mike is actually in charge of product. Development and so everything thing that you like or don't like it, it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't read any of them. <laughs> <laughs> he stays off Instagram. That's why I don't accept any of your friend requests. <laughs> no, um, it's it's that's a tough one because like there's right, so many. There's so much. I mean, these are tough questions. It today. is. It is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, we do want like. Star Wars, is, you know, mm-hmm. we, we we do want that kind of stuff. We, you know, it's there. There, I I want to do. You know, I'd love to do because you know this is my era. It's like GI Joe or mm-hmm. Voltron or mm-hmm. Macross. Uh, that's that's Ooh. me. Robotech. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would love. Now to you're do. showing your age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, it for our market, it it just doesn't make sense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but those. Those are probably like my my top would probably be Robotech, yeah, um, and then and then like you know Voltron if I, we can do Voltron Voltron is popular but I like the classic, you know the the, the new cartoon is awesome, um, but I just you know I'm just partial to the to the, to the stuff I grew up with. Uh, same for me. Yeah, but I grew up with Pokemon. <laughs> I grew up with Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. and so. Those would probably be the two that I would love to see personally, just because again, I is just going to keep bringing back nostalgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, both are still going pretty strong today. Yeah, you know, just like different iterations. Well, They've been lasting forever, though. I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Dragon yeah. Ball Z's got an upcoming movie at the end of this year. Yep. They just wrapped up, you know, their new series, Dragon Ball Super. I still have to watch that. Yeah, the English dub version is. Uh, catching up all right they good. just they just ended the the japanese version but yeah, that's, i mean that's dragon ball z and you're talking you know all the different variations of the characters in that show it goes on for days they're always having some sort of new transformation and as a as someone that's into fitness goku and vegeta are, <laughs> yeah. like, are goals yeah. you know <laughs> even though they're not real characters but you the concepts are real you yeah. know i feel like the coolest thing about Dragon Ball Z within us being being into fitness is that you know they didn't just have these. That's why I'm facing facing this way. Anyway, but like the coolest thing about in Dragon Ball Z was that they had to train to get to where they were. It wasn't just like this automatic thing. You know, it was a day in day out. Well, they would go go into that chamber where like the gravity was like. 10,000 pounds or something, and they would just train their asses off. You know? Not only that, it's just they were already strong. Yeah. And to continue to push themselves beyond, right? 
that that's motivation for me right there. <laughs> you know? When you have everything already, but yeah. you but you keep but pushing. You're never satisfied, yeah. Yeah. So Dragon Ball Z for sure. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon. Pokemon's still going. Oh you, you know the the show, I know they did some redesigns and, and mm-hmm. things like that, which I don't know really how I feel about it. Um, but there's nothing quite like the OG Pokemon. I think when you're talking about the first, what was it, 150 yeah. or something like, you have your your three starters and who they evolved to, and then you have your icon and like Pikachu and all that stuff. I don't know. I just think it'd be so cool to just do something with both of those. Mm-hmm. Those two would be my picks, like mm. no question. I think for me, on like the business side, it would be kind of cool if we got into like you know NBA or like the NFL f- and make like figures out of them. We did, yeah, yeah. NBA. Oh, oh okay. Well, you know, I've only been for here for less than a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. I mean, it was like literally like in and in and out. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's really difficult for to do uh, sports figures mm-hmm. because they change teams so often oh, yeah, nowadays. Uh-huh. There's no franchise players. We'll, as we'll much. get dated, kind of. Yeah. Too, well, I mean, like if. For example, LeBron, if we were to start LeBron, if we knew LeBron was going to go to Lakers, like you thought, like, what, a year and a half? I called that a year, (laughs) two years ago. People thought I was crazy. (laughs) Now laugh at me. Profit. (laughs) Yeah. So if we started it back then and were able to release it now, we would would do, we'd make a killing. Yeah. Um, But uh, because, uh, you know, he moves around, like, if we were to do a a Cleveland one, uh, which we did, now that he's gone, it's his, his, nobody really wants that figure anymore. Right. The other factor to that too is sometimes when you're talking to you know some of the teams, um, they want you to do the entire team, as opposed to maybe just two or three mm-hmm. of the players. So that's kind of challenging too. Yeah, I gotta yeah. show everybody love. Yeah, mm. so that's another factor in it. And I might not love everybody. True. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I think on the figure side for me, uh, I would really love it if we did something for Yu-Gi-Oh. Ooh, that, yeah. that's, that's another classic. I like thing. that too. Yeah. Hey, we're in 2018. When are we going to get some hologram discs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's funny because 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 as kids, I feel like all of these cartoons. Well, they would say like you know the year 2020 at first. Yeah. There would be like all these futuristic it'd flying be like, cars. It'd be like the year 2002, and then in the show it'd be like year 2020 yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah. I was like. I'll be 25 by that year. Yes, I'm going to have a flying car. Yeah. We ain't got no flying cars, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Yu-Gi-Oh! would be a pretty cool one. And yeah. then I feel like on the vehicle side, I'd really love it if we got maybe get Claren or Koenigsegg, mm-hmm. things like that. I, I really love Claren, and they're putting out some really cool stuff lately. Stay tuned. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. I'm not that important here, guys. <laughs> In vehicles, if we could do my truck. <laughs> if we could do my truck. Oh, wait. <laughs> We're not even about to get started with Daryl. Another thing, thing I would love for us to do in the future is kind of have maybe a dedicated, well, European line, but like it's not too, too up there in the hypercars, mm-hmm. but maybe like have a space for like, you know, the AMG style yeah. of Mercedes is the M yeah. classes of BMW stuff like that. I'd really right. love love to see that. We had a line called uh, Eurospec uh, for a little while there. It was under the Dub City line, and uh, yeah, that's where it was. We had you know M3, we had uh, AC Schnitzer, we had uh, Mercedes, mm. we had BMWs, uh, for um, Porsches. Uh, there was a, there was a bunch of stuff in there that was good. 
That's what I'd love to see. Yeah. Porsche. Yeah. Any, um, any of the GT cars? Uh, I mean, we did have it for a while, but, you know, yeah, to bring it back, I would love to do the newer stuff. Yeah. So I mean, for vehicles, that's my answer. That's actually... Yeah. Porsche. That's actually pretty strong. Mm. I'd love to do that. Yeah, especially with that new... Uh, the GT2 RS will starting to come out. Any of them. Any of them. Yeah. GT2 RS, GT3 RS, GT3, sign me up. I'm a 918 <laughs> guy. You're oh, just you a, just like you're the, just a hypercar, yeah. supercar guy. It, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, my wishful thinking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Well, that's pretty much all I have for yeah. today, so gentlemen. What, what do we got on time here, man? One hour, twelve Ooh, minutes. A long one. Oh man, another okay. PR. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a PR week after week. Yeah. All right, guys. So for everyone watching, you well, you could find this podcast on IGTV and also on on our YouTube, and you can also stream this on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and to Google Play. So be sure to like and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Next week. See you guys then. Bye.